time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gormore Podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, T.G. Bowser, and joining me is your Dark Lord of Knowledge, Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? And Big Johnny T. What's up, Gorehounds? And the Killing Machine himself, Bobby Amon. What's up, you fucks? What is today's date? Because I can't see it on my computer screen. <laughs> Today is 7-20-2020. 7-20-2020. Okay, so we got a banger of an episode today with Hatchet from 2006. But first, it's time for your slice of life. Big Johnny D, what'd you do? I fucking enjoyed the pool this week, brother, because it was hot as fuck. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know where your guys' neck of the woods, but we got some crazy storms yesterday. So everything in my pool yard got fucking rocked, dude. I literally thought my umbrella got picked up and pierced my um my filter i was fucking i was nervous a little bit uh on the evening took it dude yeah like it flipped the table which is like all metal and shit like that and it was literally like i just saw the end sticking up from the other side of the filter and i'm like no (laughs) it was having a bad day that day yeah well yeah and then my american flag got caught on the fence and it bent the aluminum pole, so that thing was just whipping in the air. So here's my thought, dude. I'm looking at this from the porch, and I'm like, yo, this thing is rocking so fast. This is literally going to be an arrow if it fucking takes off. I have to, you know what I mean? Like, I got to get out of here. And, uh, dude, actually, it's actually been a crazy week, surprisingly. Um, So at the end of last week, I believe it was Thursday, uh, on my way to work, Mm-hmm. I, you know how, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've seen a lot of like stupid rear end fender benders mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. Uh, dude, I saw a straight up dude pull out who I knew actually. Oh, I'll get to that. <laughs> I'll get he to kinda, that. He kind of pulled out, dude. And another guy just fucking whammed him, man. He turned as fast as he could. So he didn't hit directly on the door. He hit right behind the door behind him, dude, which then brought the car sliding right at me. So I kind of like butthole puckered myself, not going to fucking lie. (laughs) So I scared it over, dude. He got launched off that truck and then rolled back into this restaurant that's been closed. That's been for sale and crashed into that. Dude, it was fucking, dude, fucking gnarly. So I get out. Mind you, I don't realize who's in the wreck. It's just, I saw a wreck and I'm like, oh man, dude, you know, like anybody, you guys in that situation, you're going to see, you're like, I got to get out and see if anybody's hurt. You know what I mean? Like, holy fuck. So the one dude gets out. All right, get out. Uh, He's good. I go around and I see my buddy who I actually work with, like legitimately every day. His wife was out like, dude, like in tears on the phone. And I'm just like, oh no. I was like, where is he? And the side curtain was down, dude. Like, 
So luckily, all in all, he was okay. He was fucking definitely, he was all pinched in there. They had to rip the doors open to get him out and shit. But holy fuck, dude. Let me just say, man, PSA to anybody listening, just pay the fuck attention when you're driving. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, Dude, like, and all that shit, like the craziest shit that I just saw literally was all in like a two to three second frame, dude. It was, You know what I mean? Like, it's so fast. And you're right in an area that's doing 55. And unfortunately, anybody in a big ass truck is not doing 55. You know what I mean? So yeah. he definitely got hit <laughs> with 65 to 70, like solid. Yeah. Dude, fucking crazy. But other than that, man. Uh, <laughs> but stuff like that happens in our everyday lives. And it just kind of stop and go, whoa, mortality? Fuck. You know? Bro, and it, yeah. It, and. It, it did. And not to mention, because unfortunately, uh, we actually just lost a coworker at work because of a car accident, not too like about two to three weeks ago. So like, I'm just driving away and I'm just like, yo, I just lit up a cigarette. I'm like, Oh, what the fuck, dude? And everybody's just like, wow, man, you must be pretty razzled. I'm like, you know what, man? My day still is not shitty as his bro. Like, <laughs> like I'm still here at fucking work, but no, nah, man, other than that, Got to uh, relax this weekend. Chill with my. I'm sorry to take up so much time, gentlemen. Too. I apologize. You're fine. You're uh, doing good, bro. You're good. No, but uh, yeah, chilled this weekend, man. Like I said, some pool time. Played some Xbox um, and hopped back to the Switch. Uh, enjoyed that with the family yesterday, and finally picked up this movie last night, dude, and enjoyed it for the probably fourth or fifth time, I would say. But Chad, my brother. I apologize for taking so much time, but how have you been? I've been all right. I haven't been doing much. I worked last week, and then all weekend long, I've been fighting off a nasty case of pink eye. Pink eye? Yeah. Gotta watch those herpes, man. Scott Bayo gave me pink eye. Scott Bayo. Oh, my God. Bro, that is like a 19, what, 1998 South Park? Episode one of South Park, buddy. It was episode one? That was episode one. God damn, dude. Oh, perfect. Oh. But no, uh, we didn't do much over the weekend. We went up and helped the in-laws do some stuff around the house on Saturday. Sunday, didn't do a damn thing. Just kind of sat around. We had a lazy day, cleaned a little bit. And I started playing uh, the new, new Star Wars game, Jedi Fallen Order. Hell yeah, buddy. It's good, isn't it? It's fun. It is. I like it. Yeah. It can get frustrating at times. Yes. And then there's also like a sliding uh, challenge scale. So the game has adaptive difficulty as you play. So the better you get, the game gets harder. And and that's what I really hate about the game is the whole there's so many parts of the game where you end up sliding down a hill and Mm -hmm. then you have to jump and swing on something. Then you have to jump off of that and your timing has to be absolutely precise. And I've died so many fucking times doing that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Heather, I know my vocals are way quieter. I can't do a fucking thing about it right now. That is a technical difficulty that is Chad is malfunctioning. Uh, it will be fixed in post and for the audio only version of this show. So audio only, you won't be able to fucking tell. But live guys, apologize for the inconvenience. We'll be fixed next week. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll figure out how to boost my my mic. We were having problems. Chad's We're in Ontario. Sh- <laughs> Chad is literally just going to shout into the mic the whole rest of the day. Ah! <laughs> ah. But yeah, that's it. You know, I just took the day off because of pink eye. Probably going to take tomorrow off too and got my antibiotic drops, but that's about it, buddy. Uh, what about you, Bobby? 
Oh, not much has been going on. It was a, it was a good weekend. Um, I was helping my one friend Taylor move into her new apartment with another friend of ours. And that was a hot motherfucking day all day Saturday. So um, I think I lost about 20 pounds. But then I put it back on. So, you know, that's yeah. why. Pasta weight. <laughs> no, weight. It was, it was all that good oh. shit. And then um, I was with my girlfriend for Saturday night and then Sunday morning. And then it was pretty much chill and working. And then I got to watch. I haven't watched this movie for a little while, so it was good to go back and watch it. It's one of my favorites. So it was yeah. a fun time. And then um, that's about it at the moment. This weekend was uh, pretty chill. So, uh, TJ, what about you? Well, as you guys can tell, things look a little different on my end. So Friday, we started moving, and we moved an hour away to a little city called Butler. I'm about five, ten minutes away from Evan City, which you guys know, Night of the Living Dead. Ooh, but it's cool because I'm a lot closer to a lot different things. A lot more store options, places to eat, a lot more opportunity for jobs and whatnot. And honestly, it's just a much nicer place for me to live. And it had the extra room for me. So as you can see, there's a new studio here now uh, with all things that you've probably seen before behind me. But now I actually have a place to put them properly. Uh, yeah. Now, including uh, the mannequin here, displaying all work from our wonderful sponsors, including Cabin 13, Mass by Lance, and Horror Costume Studios. Head on over to Facebook and Instagram. Search all of them. Tell them Gordon Moore sent you. But other than that, spend some time with the girls. Worked on this studio. Worked on this uh, shelving unit that I have. I found these styrofoam heads. And they're the perfect size to display hawks and uh, masks on. So I have an entire bookshelf just chock full of uh, different masks from different movies and stuff. I'll have to post a picture up on social media later to show everybody. But uh, slowly coming together, everything's pretty much unpacked for the most part. But moving on, uh, we are still working on the rebranding of the website. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, Brody. No. Oh, jeez. Uh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Also, uh, I do encourage casting couch jokes and not dungeon jokes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. You got to take it off. got to take it off. It's not the right color for casting couch. We all know that. Lance McKinney says 50% of the screen is repping hashtag MBL. I dig it. Yes. Hey, guys, am I coming in any louder at all? A little yes. Bit. You actually sound a lot better, you handsome son of a gun. Okay. I sound almost as good as you look. Ooh, thank you. Uh, Saturday, I did Rabbit Hole with Matt Seesaw, the artist, tremendous artist. If you guys don't know his work, go and look him up. He sold over 16,000 paintings. The guy's the real deal, people. I had a tremendous talk with him. You know, we kind of fizzled off into here, watched Hatchet again. Got the, the girlfriend got me this TV, Sarah, got me this Samsung crystal uhd thing and i'll tell you what watching hatchet on it was chef's kiss yeah it was definitely an experience and i'll go into that too a little bit more when we go into the review but uh speaking of reviews guys i think it's time for said review i agree i would say so must be an australian thing yeah definitely is so guys it's 2006 hatchet directed by adam green written by adam green produced by scott Alto Mare, Sarah Albert, and Corey Neal, starring 
Joe Morris, Ben, Tamara Feldman as Mary Beth Dunstan, Dion Richmond as Marcus, Mercedes McNabb as Misty, Jolie, how the fuck? Oh, no, you got to do it, buddy. Laura Venti as Jenna, Terry Shit as Sean, Kane Hodder as Victor Crowley and Thomas Crowley, Riley Vanderbilt as Young, Victor Crowley, Robert England as Samson Dunstan, Tony Todd as Reverend Zombie, Joel Murray as Doug Shapiro, don't be confused with Ben, music by Andy Garfield, cinematography by Will Barrett, edited by Christopher Roth, not Eli, distributed by Anchor Bay Entertainment, released September 7th, 2007. Runtime of 84 midgets, a budget of 1.5 million, gross 208,000. That's a stinker. Chad? It only played the uh, festivals, really. Ah, I see. Ah, okay. But uh, yeah, roll that beautiful bean footage, baby. Bing! Put it up. Ooh, we get the box this time. I like the box. Ooh. We're up here. All of God's children are beautiful, except that one. He's pretty handsome, you know. He didn't know Victor was pressed against the other side. And poor Victor Crowley died. They say people disappear in those woods. And legend has it, if you get close enough to the old Crowley house at night, you can still hear Victor Crowley. Roman in the woods, crying for his daddy. Daddy! <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> We're all going to die. Oh, God, just wanted to go. Oh, oh. Such a great movie. What a trailer, guys, for a Such great a film. So before it. we discuss, I think we need to call somebody. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Oh, no, Ganga from Down Under. Uh, I thought it was going to be Ghostbusters. <laughs> I'm getting really excited. <laughs> so, oh, wait, John is here. That's a Ghostbuster. What the fuck? Hey, hey, hey. What's up, brother? Oh, not much, brother, from another mother. I'm just getting my shit ready for work. Hell yeah. So, uh, thoughts on the new uh, studio here, real quick? Digging it. Absolutely digging it. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. How's it all going? Pretty good. Uh, Unpacking and putting things together is a nightmare, but we'll get through it. Hell yeah. So 2006 Hatchet, thoughts, feelings? Um, yeah, well, I'm going to be honest. I thought it was going to be bad, but however, it had me in stitches. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously it's a film that doesn't take itself serious, but it works on so many levels as a horror comedy. Um, and I feel... Um, who's the special effects designer behind this again? 
John Carl Buechler. Is it J John Carl Buechler? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was in the movie in That's the beginning. Dude. That just showcases the subgenre perfectly in this film. I fucking love that scene so much. Um, yeah, so the opening scene pretty much had me hooked. Um, the casting choices were great. The characters were written extremely well. And overall, a very solid film. Now, I don't have a favourite kill because they were all great, but I do have a favourite scene, and that was Victor's backstory. Yes. I really like how that was portrayed. And, um, yeah, it was that, that was really cool. And I just – I love the bit where um, Kane – I won't spoil too much, actually. I'll just leave, leave that to you. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Epic fail. Um, but, yeah, nah. So, yeah, um, I'm going to give it a gore more score of a solid four. Hell, yeah. Nice. All right. Um, yeah, you impressed? You yeah. dig it? Yes, yes. yes. Uh, okay, Brody. So, uh, until next week, uh, talk to you later. Too easy, good. brother. Take it easy, boys. Yep. Better See you, buddy. So, yeah. Okay, guys. John Carl Beekler. Head on over to dobackdiscussion.net and find the last interview with John Carl Beekler before he died on the Rabbit Hole podcast. Exclusively on dobackdiscussion.net. Yeah, and somebody wrote a nice tribute for the site, too. I can't remember who, though. That was, <laughs> that was me. I was pointing at the screen, but you can't tell. <laughs> well, you're pointing at a different screen than what your camera's showing. So yes, very true. Very, very true. <laughs> it looks like you're pointing to somebody off camera. Yes. Right. So, guys, uh, plot rundown. Uh, you guys, mind if I take it this week? Go for it. All yours, a motley, a motley crew of tourists embark. Yeah, fuck. A motley crew of tourists embark Ooh. on a boat ride of the haunted Louisiana bayous where they learn the terrifying tale of local legend, Victor Crowley, a horrible, horribly disfigured man who was accidentally killed with a hatchet by the hands of his own father. But when the boat sinks and the ghost story turns out to be real, the group tries desperately to escape the swamp with their lives and in all their pieces. Okay. Holy hell. What a film. Pieces real quick. It's a million of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of pieces there, guys. So this was a interesting mid two thousands movie, mm -hmm. um, because instead of going the trend that most two uh, thousands were for horror, which was remakes, this was a original IP with uh, that tried to go, you know, stay with stick within the roots of the genre. I would say, oh, mm -hmm. big time. Um, I think Brody said it wonderfully. Like it, you know. It didn't take itself too seriously. It knew that. And it knows that enough to, you know, obviously it works. There's fucking four of them. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, did obviously, this isn't all our first uh, viewing on this one. No. Well, and to clear up the confusion, this was a Bobby pick. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you. Yes, this was a pick of mine. I mean, yes, Heather asked earlier and. Like TJ has noted before, with being at 2000s, it could be a confusing. <laughs> yeah. No, Heather, it was me. Sorry to, you know, not trying. No, in. man, thank you for picking it because <laughs> I love this. Quick, buddy. I remember when I first saw this, I didn't know what it was. I actually heard about it from a convention. Somebody said, you got to check out this movie Hatchet. It, and I'm like, because they said, 
Kane was in. I'm like, so is it like Jason? They said, no, 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 no. It's totally different. You got to go check it out. And when I watched it, I'm like, oh, that mouth rip was wonderful. <laughs> Dude, there was a lot of wonderful. Like, I mean, yeah. It was uh, the first time I saw it, dude, like the trailer, I remember seeing it. I thought it was going to have a little bit more of a serious vibe. So like the rest of the party that watched it with me wasn't necessarily impressed where I was just fucking like eating it up all day. Um, but, oh, man, dude, it's the gore in this is just like, you know, what, man? It's, like, you, it's like in your face fucking. Yeah. And like. Yeah. You compare when it came out in 2006, man. Up until then, like nothing had that level of intensity. No, no, Damn no dude. Everything was cut away. Like it might have gave you, like you know, the aftershot of crazy awesome yeah. gore. Yeah. But, dude, so good. Thank you, Avi. Once again. Oh, <laughs> I am always happy to bring Excellent. you more and more. <laughs> ah, there we go. <laughs> So what's everybody else's thoughts? It's definitely a big variation from the traditional slasher film that I normally pick on the show. So it's it's nice to have something of you know more intense and less artsy, and let's say uh, more uh, fuck yeah, bro, uh, type, right. type, type film. And uh, I think Kane his his uh, portrayal of Victor Crowley is just so spot on and so aggressive and so intense that he brings it to that next level like even when like the puking scenes and shit like he's not only like (laughs) he makes victor seem strong but he also makes him seem gross at the same time and and it's awesome because it all just works so well and then the pacing of the film is super great and that's only accented by a great score and an even better cast so I just think that this film is just an amalgamation of so many great things that just come together to a truly special horror comedy film that should have got a theatrical release, but like Chad said, got lost in the Indies. Did Chad, did any of the sequels get theatrical releases or no? Not exactly. I mean, they got like theatrical premieres, but they never hit like the main. main Okay. I didn't know if maybe like the first one, you know, kind of like, gained so much success that the second one maybe got its chance or not, yeah, yeah. They, they wanted to with the second one badly because they were they wanted to do it with the second one because it was going to be the first unrated <laughs> oh, oh wait what <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, but they wanted the second one to do it because it would have been the first unrated horror movie in 26 years because Chainsaw 2 was that last movie. Ah, I see. But it, it didn't happen. For, I don't know why, but it's bullshit reason. That's why. Anyway. All right. So see, we, don't, we don't have anybody else to call on this, by the way, do we? We don't, unless somebody wants to call on Hatchet 2006, let us know in the comment section, and I'll give you a rig a ding Yeah, in the meantime, we'll just keep discussing, because I yeah. haven't put my two cents in. I yes, really please. The movie. Yeah, I Chad. There was some excellent, and this was all practical effects, by the way. The only CGI that was used was to remove wires and shit. And really? The, yes, and I like the where they upped the gore a little bit extra when they do a cutaway and there would just be a bucket of blood thrown on a tree somewhere yes dude that's great it's like they're like yeah the kill was bloody let's make it better 
right? They're like, there's no way blood would hit this tree, but fuck it. Exactly. <laughs> and they did that in at least three scenes. It was awesome. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, dude. I think it was the first scene. Oh, my God. What the hell was it? It was during Marcus's kill, too. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> Marcus was in the cemetery, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. More blood, more blood. Yeah, it kind of did it too because he sprayed it against the angel. Yeah, that's right. It did it a bunch more than just trees. You're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they ripped his arms off, yeah. Uh, oh I man. Say, I want to say they did it when the old dude got hit with the hatchet which, in his torso. It was either that or his wife's the, the the head rip. I don't remember. The head rip did it. I'm pretty sure. Oh no, no, it was the the husband. Was it the husband? I think it was the husband because hers was all on her. You never saw a cutaway. Hey, Chad, can you do me a favor and tap your microphone? Okay, so it is on. That's weird. Hey, is the, is the, is the slider on the bottom all the way up? On the bottom of the microphone? Yeah, that's what I was toggling with there. there. Yeah, it's all the way up to 100. That's weird. Yeah, nobody can hear you at all. Really? Yeah. I've gotten multiple messages while sitting here that people okay. can't even hear Chad on some, on some uh, cell phones. Really? Yeah. <laughs> We can hear him just fine. It's really odd. Hmm. That is shit high. I can't hear him at all. It's almost like we need to, like, there's like a, like, uh, he, like, the main settings on his computer's turned down a little bit. It's very, very strange. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What can we do while he's fixing the technical difficulties? John? Well, let's see here. I mean, oh, actually, fuck it. How did you guys watch this? DVD. I watched it on Tubi. Awesome. Which, did we just get the rated R or did we get the unrated? I honestly do not know. Rated R. Unrated. We got the rated R. <laughs> yeah. What is, uh, what's the difference between the two? If you could, uh, if. Uh, it's, it's all the gore. It's not one bit of blood or guts cut out. Word. I didn't know if there was like. Can't hear him. You got no Chad now? No. Cave dungeon. Yeah. Yes, Brody. That's exactly what it is. It is an actual cave dungeon. You know, the cool thing about this film is, you know, the beginning of it and uh, the opening montage of uh, the with the party scenes and the litter on the ground and the girls flashing their tits. And then we hear the beautiful Marilyn Manson playing in the background. Yes, dude. It's, it's truly spec- It is. It's spectacular. It. It's super well done. And it definitely sets the tone for the movie. And it kind of puts you in the in the place in the setting right from the start, and you I love it. I, I uh, to add to that, I like the fact that they don't start with the final girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you yeah. don't you don't get her to like what almost twenty minutes in, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. not that far, but uh, that's that's about they, right. you know what on the on the bus, I believe. Right? That's when they first introduced. Yeah. So. I don't know. Like, I just thought that was kind of interesting. And obviously, you know, this one set it up to where it, it was questionable whether there was actually going to be a survivor or not, which I did like. But I started watching this. They do have the sequels on Prime right now. I did see all. They do. It's so strange that they have all the sequels, but not the original. I know. What the fuck? They probably some bullshit licensing. I'm sad. Right? I was like, fuck y'all, peasants. Shit. I'm trying to up this DVD collection. My girlfriend said a new bar. Damn it. Oh, yeah? My, uh, actually, my shelf, I just recently ran out. 
of room. So I now have to uh, extend into my TV stand. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I actually just got two new releases today. I'll, we'll take a sidebar real quick. Uh, I got Ghoulies 1 and 2 on from Scream Factory. Oh, nice. And then I got uh, Destroyer and uh, Edge of Sanity, both featuring Anthony Perkins. And the cool thing is, is that Destroyer, filmed in a prison, features two cast members of April Fool's Day and relatively similar roles. And then uh, the killer is played by a Los Angeles Raiders linebacker. And really? the, ma- the man is so large that he holds a jackhammer in his hands. And oh, I know who that is. You know exactly who I'm talking about, buddy. I know exactly who it is. Yeah. The film's tremendous. It, it's actually a really good slasher film. It's just uh, the copy I watched was garbage. It was clearly the DVD copy, mm-hmm. and it was barely 720p passable, and there was clearly some uh, issues with the transfer. So I was like, I love the fucking film, but goddamn, give me better quality. So I'm lucky that I, I was able to find the out-of-print Scream Factory double feature with uh, – Edge of Sanity, also featuring Anthony Perkins. It's funny because Anthony Perkins plays like a deranged douchebag director in the movie. Interesting. Yeah. All right, all right. It's really good. I, I recommend any of those films uh, for you gorehounds out there. And, of course, Ghoulies 1 and 2. Shout out to Graham Lanive Painter, uh, author of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre companion book and the Ghoulies companion book, available now and available soon. Check them out. So, guys, Chad, we got sound yet, Chief? Nothing. Nothing yet. We'll keep giving them some time. So, Johnny, you you got questions? You got questions? Well, you know, this was kind of a hard one to uh, have any questions because it's, well, like you said, man, dude, this shit gets started and it don't fucking stop. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like as well, it's right. Like, dude, once he comes out of like, once they get to the shack, and then, dude, like, he comes out and takes out the fucking old couple. Man, it is fucking on. Um, I guess like, you okay? So here's a good question. And. when he was lit on fire by fucking JP there from Grandma's Boy. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Adios, turd nuggets. Um, Adios, turd nuggets. <laughs> uh, so when he was doing that, was that supposed to be a exact mimic of part seven's fire scene? Because I feel like he did the same. I don't know. Bobby? I mean, maybe. Of all people, you should know that. I mean, it's not. I mean, dude, I do love part seven. Don't get me wrong. I don't even know say it's a mimic because, I mean. I mean, it's him. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right. But like. And it's John Carl Beekler. Fully in seven. Like here, he's not fully. Like in seven, the face was on fire. Right. Can, Can we mention that? Beekler was also just drinking his own piss in this movie. Like, how fucking awesome is that? I like how the guy says he's drinking his own piss. You don't believe it. What does he it. say after he drinks it? Oh, I think he's like, ah, oh, that's the stuff or yeah. something like that. <laughs> he takes the biggest gulp yeah. at the 
fucking thing. All I can think of, dude, is anytime somebody drinks piss, man, it's fucking dumb and dumber. Just that little like. like wait, wait, check that. Ah. <laughs> oh man, there it is. <laughs> so gross, so gross, dude. This movie though, like, I I love the cast. Yeah. Um. There's not. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I don't. I, Floorhounds. <laughs> I'm going to reach out to you. Do you guys have any questions or, you know, obviously my fellow co-host? Uh, I mean, I, this one was just, I don't know. It's pretty, you know what I mean? It gives you everything. Here's this dude in the woods. This is his backstory. Here we are. Boom. Like, oh, Bayou dungeon. Mongoloid dungeon. Mongoloid dungeon. <laughs> We still can't. Um, Yo, I, I mean, like, how many other, dude? How many references to his other movies in general? Were in, come on, like part six with the fucking uh, fence post. Like oh, they had, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, he went straight over and was just like, fucking grabbing <laughs> two hands. That's right. Yeah. See, that's why I like. I don't know. Like, I saw that fire scene. It was just like, dude. I feel like that's just supposed to be like exactly like part sevens. I mean, I can totally see why, too. It's like I said, she's just not like fully engulfed. Right. It is a wicked. I love that scene because he's on fire, burning. Boom, starts raining. It's like. Right. And the fact that it's just like, oh, my God. Like, fuck. Like fucking Joel said, you got to be fucking kidding me, right? Like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but and it's, uh, it's great because Gorehound Jaggy oh, wants us to talk yes. about Tony Todd. Ooh, very uh, short. What was his name? Doctor Voodoo, I believe. Uh, no, 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 no. No, uh, zombie. Uh, yeah, Doctor Zombie. Doctor Zombie. I'm sorry, Reverend Zombie. Reverend Zombie. Oh Reverend. my goodness, I am just terrible. Reverend. I apologize. Terrible. Uh, no, but he does come back, and uh, we do two. get way more of uh, Tony Todd in part two. Um. Yeah, he is it because he was like the final battle, if I'm not mistaken, right? It's been a minute. In the second one, he was the final battle. Although, I mean, <laughs> they do my ass for negligence, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Personally, my favorite is bringing Kane in to pay tribute to the horror classics with Robert England and Tony. They sued my ass for negligence. Just for everybody listening, I was just reading off uh, our good friend, Mr. Tyler Robofux. Uh, Yo, Heather brings up a good point. Let's answer that question. Didn't they go back in the woods? No, yeah, they roundabout. They went back the way they yeah, came they in because the they came because there was because no when other. they hit the they hit the lock gate. That's when what's his tits got fucking puked into his mouth, which was disgusting. Which is real. It's a weird special ability, right? Kane, Kane, stop! No, ah, yeah, I need an adult. I need an adult. What? Don't oh, puke man. in my mouth, sir. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh. Oh. Hey, don't piss him off. <laughs> I've only seen one time in my life somebody spit into somebody else's mouth, and I almost fucking threw up. Just Pornhub does not count, Johnny. No, it wasn't. Oh, oh, it was in my own living room across the way, and yeah. Uh, exactly that fucking face you had is what i had on my face dude <laughs> just fucking like oh what the fuck did i just see 
Oh, it's not a shining moment. Let me just uh, say, a shining moment. <laughs> not for that person. Oh, man, good times. Yes. But, yeah, dude. I like other than that, man. Big questions wise. I'm sad that we don't have our Chadwick here. Yeah, something's up over there. Oh, can you guys back? hear me now? Yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah, it is fixed now. One. Probably still sound like shit, but nothing. No, no, no. no you sound fine now. Perfect. Whatever you did. Messed with the sound volume a little bit. Had to fucking refresh a couple times, and it finally worked. Yeah. Perfect. So let's get back with the show. Don how do Shell. Sound, how do I sound to everybody out there, by the way? Let us know. Yes, You please. sound clear on my end, so and I like, know that uh, that you guys are loud, even on for me, because I have you guys turned up extra. So, ooh. yeah. Extra, so extra. speaking of that, Chad, uh, yes, douche the movie. That. No, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 jumping whoa. ahead, buddy. You're jumping. Hold on, ahead. we had to jump ahead anyway. Yeah, uh, but we we need to take a good step back. Actually, yeah, you know what? Yeah, the questions didn't interfere with the behind the scenes. No, 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 no. no. Are you guys ready? Yeah, absolutely, sir. <laughs> and sorry, I kind of was only half paying attention to the to the questions. So, you know what, dude? Sorry, I, like anything. I said. I honestly didn't really have any questions with this movie. It was so fast paced and like to the fucking point. You know what I mean? Like, is there anything really questionable in this movie? You already know it's kind of like a little bit more slapsticky than the most. No, and I wanted so, to point. I wanted to point out that I feel like this is how Kane Hodder always wanted to play Jason. Yeah, just like yeah. way more fucking intense. Yeah, rampage. over the top. <laughs> well, he played this while he was much older than he did Jason. Yes, he did. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. so behind the scenes, if you watch all three Hatchet movies in a row without opening and end credits, it will be one uninterrupted storyline revolving around a few days. Mm. It is. And I'm yeah. going to do that. Writer and director Adam Green created a no CGI rule for post-production. Only CGI was used to remove on-screen wires and camera setups. I love that. Yeah. As a beautiful rule. The horribly deformed young Victor, Victor Crowley is actually played by a beautiful young actress named Riley Vanderbilt. When makeup effects artist John Carl Beekler needed a model to test a latex prosthetic on, she was the only volunteer because the makeup effects had already been molded to her face for the test shots. They had her play the role in the film. Awesome. Chad, when you were out, how did I got to ask, by the way, how do you yeah. like Beekler drinking his own piss? Oh, dude, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. That was great. Uh, the, uh, when actor John David Moore vomits on screen, it's real. I think you guys already talked about that. Director mm -hmm. Adam Green did not want the actor yeah. spitting out fake vomit like most movies do. Although he did manage to throw up on his own for the first take, he was supplied with a mixture of cold clam chowder and orange juice for the second take. <sighs> Which would probably be enough to make you puke again anyway. <laughs> a lobster bisque fan, so I'm good. <laughs> Do you like that with or without ricotta cheese? It's ricotta. No fucking cheese in it. It's a kid. <laughs> this movie was the last production to shoot in Louisiana before Hurricane Katrina hit. Uh, Perry Shen, who played Sean, took part in all three Hatchet movies and in Victor Crowley, which was all shot in Louisiana. Wait, okay, so. Because in the second one, he plays a different character. But in the third one, doesn't he come back as the character from the first one somehow? I don't think I've seen the third one, actually. Uh, no, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. But is it a second prequel? Daniel Harris no, it's not a prequel. Second so how's and third. Fucking, how's he come back in the third one? It's a gag. As a, 
It's a gag. All right, I'll just have. I'm gonna have to watch it. I think his his character is supposed to not be taken seriously, so his his constant reoccurrence and reappearance in the franchise is just supposed to be like, like, hey, he's back. He 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 definitely got a shovel a shovel to the fucking neck, dude. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) To keep the set hidden, the movie was called Love Rodeo during production. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a porn. That's awesome. It does. In all three of the Hatchet films, someone says the line, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> Where else have we heard that line, gentlemen? The thing. Uh, the thing. Yep. <laughs> uh, Adam Green cameoed as one of the people in the group of friends at the beginning of the film. Apparently he puked up six times, too. Was he the dude with the uh, the weed necklace on, I'm assuming? Yeah. <laughs> Probably the dude, the dude who was just like, all right, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> That's <laughs> almost as good as Eli Roth's uh, role in uh, Cabin Fever. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> uh, Victor Crowley only kills one person with a hatchet, which wasn't even a hatchet. It was an axe. That's true. <laughs> Blow your mind. Kane Hodder was severely injured in the fall down the stairs scene. Kane said he was paralyzed on the right side of his body. Oh, damn. Might have only been temporary. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm trying to remember where the stairs part was. Yeah, stairs. That's what it says here. This could be from something else. This I got it from IMDb. So you know. Yeah, fair enough. No stairs in this movie. I didn't. I didn't remember anything either. But I think that's back. Part seven bullshit. Probably. Who knows? Uh, Daniel Harris oh. took over the role of Mary Beth, uh, replacing Amara mm. Zaragoza for the sequels. Uh, John, you just thought of something. No, I'm just enjoying. Yeah, I'm just enjoying <laughs> the thoughts of. Uh, I mean, they're both just delicious, but you know, <laughs> got to think for Danielle because of Halloween. Uh, I got gotcha. you. Uh, not not only that, man, but she's just a screen queen in herself. You know what I mean, dude? Like she's big in and the horror community, and she's. I've just, heard so many people say she's an absolute sweetheart when you meet her too. So. Right? And she's fucking delish, dude. She's a sweetheart. Uh, and Hatchet was released on DVD on December 18th, 2007. There are two versions available, the original theatrical cut and the unrated director's cut, the latter having an extra minute of gore. The film reportedly made $6 million in U.S. rentals during its first three weeks of release. Whoa. So it made its money back in just a couple of weeks. Uh, the Blockbuster? film has sold over 497,000 units in North America, translating into $8.2 million. Damn. In sales. That, that's that's Damn. on top. Damn. Yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty impressive. And that's all I got from behind the scenes stuff, buddy. All right. All right. So we kind of did big questions. So I think it's on to you. Douche of the movie. Yeah, I think we got oh, douche of the movie man. now. Who is the douche? Bobby. Oof. Mm. Man, this is a tough one. I'm going to have to go say with the. I would say the, the boat driver. Yeah, because he he was going someplace where he wasn't supposed to fucking go. Fair enough, I would have to agree. Boat driver. Like if he, right? If he didn't take him into the illegal swamp, everybody would have been essentially okay. Or are the uh, older couple? Mm. Well, while she was kind of being a little douchey to Mary Beth, her husband was hurt, and she was only really like you know what I mean, more concerned about getting him to safety. So. Right. Fake porn guy. Yeah, fake porn guy. Yeah. I, I'll go with fake porn guy. The, the, yeah. 
real quick. Fake porn guy. Fake Not Ben oh. Shapiro. Oh, Murray. Holy fuck. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. What? Joel Murray, dude. One of my favorite lines is, man, he's doing it to create his own content. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I loved it. I love it. I, I, I just want to throw out, I love the fact that he kept filming those two girls showing their tits. And further and further in the movie, he'd be like, all right, whip them out. And they just kind of roll their eyes like, again. Uh, right? Uh, <laughs> I can't I believe I flew down from New York for this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I went to NYU. That's such You're a right. fucking joke. Like, that's a running joke in so many films that I went to NYU. That's not even real. <laughs> <laughs> What's the number for nine one one? Seriously, Seriously? I, I, I got. I love Mercedes McNabb. I've always thought she was hilarious ever since her Buffy uh, days. She plays a blonde bimbo very well. Is that what she's in? Uh huh. Is that what I? Okay. I watched like the first season, but she was also the one little Girl Scout in Adam's Family. Oh, <laughs> the recurring oh, Girl Scout. CJ, she was the young Susan Storm in the Roger Corman Fantastic Four movie. Oh, okay. No shit. Mm-hmm. Damn, look at all this knowledge he just be dropping. So much knowledge dropping like, on you. I know that face somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, let's go to our favorite kill. That's oh. not cranberry sauce, Artie. Oh, oh I missed our no. soundboard. This is, oh, this is terrible. Oh. Dude, this is a tough one. There's there's a lot of good kills. Belt Sander, uh, you know. That's not you know what. But that's not really a kill. That's not even a kill. No, but it's not every day you see a gas powered belt sander to the face. You know what? I, I if you call it a kill, it's not really a kill. They I, gotta die from it. I feel like that would have to be going in more of a best scene category than anything. Best kill though. Head rip. Mm, you know what that was good also with the whole nice 360 camera view of it too like that was pretty he like, gets it yeah he gets it. I, I, that was very 2000s but i still love it I yeah it shit, the movie. Like, beautiful yeah, it, yeah. it does I, I i gotta go with the the axe to the torso because yeah, of how many chops how, how many chops it took just to cut him in half dude that shit was pretty brutal that was very brutal you know something marcus is killed because he rips his arms off and he smashes him against the mausoleum. Right? Like, that was just unnecessary, that last smash, dude. Like, what? he was already pretty much dead. <laughs> so unnecessary. It was necessary. Uh, right? It was just like, nope, we just need to add a... We got to get that squirt on that angel, dude. That's, like, the only thing untouched here. Like, you got to love the Jack's fatality. That was... And see, go... Okay, so another Jason reference. I thought that was a reference to the sleeping bag kill. It was. Yeah, you're right. Guaranteed it was. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> Oh, so Chad, you were here when I was asking the guys the when he was lit on fire. I thought that was a direct reference to Part Seven when he was lit on fire in the basement from Tina. Yay, nay, maybe. I could just be a coincidence, but it could have been. That's fair. I mean, it's just him. I just figured, you know, like recreating it essentially. But <laughs> nah, yeah, because we know how much Kane loves being set on fire. Oh man, you know what? I'm gonna have to go with head rip, dude. That was. Like, even though it was the second kill, just that run, dude, like, fucking just taking her down, grabbing her by the hair. Mm. Yeah, I got mine, Marcus. So, guys, uh, best scene. Chad, you answered best kill? Yeah, yeah, I said the, the hatchet to the chest. Yeah. 
Okay, best scene, guys. Uh, I would have to say for mine, I would go with the uh, whole sequence of lighting them on fire. It was pretty cool. Even to the after with the rain. I thought that was just a great yeah. roll up with that. Uh, then ooh, ball ending. One. Them running through the cemetery and Marcus's kill, that, that whole sequence. Yeah, I'm with Bobby. The, the, the whole cemetery chase. You know, I'm going to have to go with the shovel belt sander scene, dude. Like, <laughs> it, it was actually a toss-up because Brody also mentioned the origin scene, and I really do enjoy that because, you know, who doesn't love a good origin scene? Uh, every good slasher has one. And I also want to point out, I also like to give a shout out to all the excellent comedy that was in the movie, that it was all, uh, like, none of it felt forced. It was all organic to the story. Yeah, it felt really good to it. And also with that cemetery scene, I love the story behind it because apparently at one point they were supposed to throw a real hatch at Joe. He was so fucking nervous. <laughs> so when he's pulling back and he's fucking scared, yeah, because they thought it was a real one. Like, it was the fake one. I'm not that stupid. I'm not going to throw it at him. <laughs> I love how he books, though, after him, dude. Like, he's like, oh, I don't know. To now. <laughs> right. It's just such a. It'd be interesting because it's you. You'd wonder if that's how like he would move if Kane ever played human version of Jason. I mean, we got him in kind of Jason X, but that wasn't. You know, that was questionable. I think if he was the human version, I think that's what you would have got. Right. Like a little bit more part four, a little bit more like way way faster, way just. More I don't brutal. think Victor Breeze is heavy as Jason. Oh. No, he definitely doesn't have the shoulder breathe going on, dude. You know what I mean? Like, but he wouldn't need it. Well, he's got those huge fucking. Okay, Bobby. Jason doesn't need it either. He's True. dead. Dead. He thinks he needs to breathe. That's why he's yeah. got. He's got to think about it. He's, he's shoulder shrugging the whole time. He's just getting himself ready. You know. Oh. So, guys, did the opening scene hook you in? As we previously discussed with that awesome, oh. of course. you know. Uh, 2006 montage of Marilyn Manson tits party and litter. It's it's great, right? It's Mardi well, Gras, dude. Like, well, that wouldn't technically be the opening scene. The opening scene was with Robert Englund, which is you're right. You're it's right. all good. It's true, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, fuck yeah, Mardi Gras for days, buddy. I can't piss off here from the boat. <laughs> which kind of segments uh, to best tits hottest girl with the Mardi Gras scene? Oh God, I don't know. We need a we need a titty breakdown. A titty breakdown. Well, it definitely gives you a bunch in the beginning, so it sets it off nice. Uh, uh, and then it kind of gives you, you know, it's the same pair, but it still keeps giving it to you a little bit here and there, over and over. Yeah, <laughs> is the winner. There. And you know what? It's like they got to the point where it was like you're getting an un uh, unenthusiastic hand job. You know what I mean? You get the full sigh and the eye roll. And, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, y'all. Hey, everybody knows about that one. Hey, oh. you, guys, you guys ever heard? You guys ever heard of Bayou Beavers? Yes. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was enthusiastic. He was like, yes, yes oh. was. that guy was great. It. He's like, oh. I saw volume two last night. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, yeah. Let's see. I'm gonna have to go with uh, Jenna, dude, for mine. What was that? The brunette. Yeah. yeah, I will agree with. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah, and runner-up being Mary Beth. We didn't uh, get to see hers, but 
you know. I think the best part about Mary Beth is the fact that she has two names, Mary and Beth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice coat. <laughs> I like how it's like, <laughs> but then she goes like this, itches, and he goes, damn it. Yeah, right, dude. I laughed so fucking hard. That, yeah. that was so good. That whole little, like, just stroll down the uh, street, him giving him shit. How'd you not know? She was itching herself all night. <laughs> Yo, man, I gave her the benefit of the doubt. She said she had danger. <laughs> Fucking love it. Dude, this could, have been a totally different, this could have been a totally different movie had not there been a serial killer in this movie. Being oh, in the 2000s, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. This would have been a total rom-com with that yeah. fucking dude. Oh, I still would have watched it either way. <laughs> or could have went. It could have went the American Pie sex um, teenage sex romp too. So, right, not necessarily a bad thing. All I could. What's your favorite? Random side note, but like that whole like weird slew of all those movies. Like, what's your favorite random one? That's like that. The, like like <coughs> like a sex comedy, kind of like that. Yeah, like honestly, Bachelor, dude. Like meatballs, love, bachelor oh. party. Bachelor, okay. I was gonna say, like, I love Sex Drive, dude. Sex like, Drive. I've never seen that. Oh my god, bro! You love Seth? Do you like Seth Green? Yeah. Watch Sex Drive, dude. You will fucking laugh your ass off. I'm not. Can't be nearly as good as Bachelor Party. Bachelor Party's fucking hilarious. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying you'll is enjoy. The Bachelor yourself. Party is that the one with Tom Hanks? Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh god. So uh, can I use meatballs as my example then? Yeah, Definitely. Well, okay. Yeah. I agree with TJ Meatballs. Like, okay. Oh, it's <laughs> meatballs. Bill Murray, come on, man. Like, yeah. God, meatballs, you know, I dude. can't I can't even remember the last time I saw Meatballs. It's been I, so long. I think I watch it like 10 times every summer. Right? <laughs> really? <laughs> See, Caddyshack is always my oh. go-to for the summer. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I, I always go for Fair my enough. Caddyshack. I don't know. Some kind of beef. <laughs> so, guys, <laughs> did the score set the mood? Absolutely. Oh, fuck oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, great score. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. Speaking Best song. Can we all agree on the, the Marilyn Manson? Manson. Yeah. 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 Say that was going to be an instantaneous yes. Uh, favorite character. Mine would have to be Marcus. the final girl, only because uh, she literally goes all the way to the end. She goes all the way, huh? <laughs> the girl's got stamina. She does. She has a lot of stamina. I, you know, I was kind of. It, it's kind of weird that everybody was still giving her shit for having a gun. Even though yeah. she just saved them all from an alligator attack in the middle of yeah, a right. bayou, you know what I mean? Like, not to, not to side note it. I just I just remember that part, and I was like, "Yo, man, why are they all fucking gaslighting her for fucking being the only one who's armed up in this fucking terrible situation?" By the way, how funny was it that they all struggled to get out of the water from the alligator, and they're all just standing there? And then she's like, "Uh, you might want to move. Alligators can come on land too." Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get Lake Placid Three going on here in a sec. I love oh. Victor Crowley as a character, so he's my favorite. But in terms of other character, Marcus, like Marcus was good, dude. The raccoon scare was great. Yeah, <laughs> I still love it when he's in the tree coming down. He's like, man, we ain't supposed to be here, man. <laughs> How do I even get up in this tree? I feel like it's some titties. Uh, right. <laughs> he was so sad when he had to give up his necklaces, dude. He was. So, guys, uh, are we ready to move on? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Was it scary? Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. I would say so. It was intense. I think the gore alone makes you have a cringe factor. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
and the vomiting uh, scenes, of course. Dude, the vomit. Oh, dude, that, that was that was sick. That was so sick. But that I don't know, man. Like that shot after the belt set. Because, like, you've never fucking seen a belt sander, let alone a fucking gas-powered belt sander. Shout out to what Tyler mentioned earlier. There yeah. is no such thing. They had to make that for this movie. And I, it kills me, dude. Like, I just love it, dude. I love the whole... Like, it sucks that that wasn't the death in itself, but it was all right that that kept going. You know what I mean? Like, be happy we didn't watch two and three for this because we, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't even touch the surface on a favorite kill. Bro, I aren't... Bullshit. I know my favorite kill on part two. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> uh, I might already know. I know. Uh, I, it's, probably, wait, wait. it's probably the same one that I'm thinking. Is it the double? Bro, if it's not the chicken fuck scene, dude, if that is not your favorite <laughs> scene slash kill of the entire second movie. <laughs> yep. Doubles in there. Where he fucking cuts his head off and fucking yeah, squirts on her back and then fucking, oh my God, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. I felt that belt sander, Brody said. Sorry, not to go into fucking part two already. All right, all right, all right. Right. Going back to part one here. Right. Yeah, guys. So does it hold up today? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's, it's not even that old to begin with. This question yeah. is kind of irrelevant for it. And the film, well, I mean, the way it was shot, it, it, it looks fantastic. Yeah. So it's going to hold up for a very long time. And yeah. the use of practical effects also makes the film not have uh, – no, doesn't make it more dated, let's say that. It, it right. makes it more realistic because if they would have went the CGI route in 2006, it would have looked like garbage. Yep, and so. it, yeah. It's And it's okay nowadays because it's gotten to the point where if they like just add it into the splatter a little bit, obviously we still all prefer practical mm -hmm. over anything. But yeah. That's, you know, if you're going to do anything, I guess. But the fact that he said no wires, man, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's a hell of a move. What's next, boys? So acting, good or bad? Absolutely. Really good. Really good. Like, there was yeah, no zero issues with that. But then there was also no um, slouching in any part of any of the roles. They were a happy medium, and they made it work so well. And I like that they had, um, uh, the, I can't remember his name, but the older guy. That, I mean, yeah, obviously you had like, you know, Robert England, Tony Todd. You got all your horror nods and stuff like that. But I like that they had the fucking old dude in there because you've seen him in like a thousand fucking random things. You know what I mean? Obviously, I know him best from Grounded from Life or Grounded for Life. But I know him from Joe Dirt because when he's talking to him in the oh, car, yeah. I'm You're only right. doing it. Heard that Buffalo Bob guy shoved the thing up your ass. What? <laughs> uh, no, see, I always think about it like this is him <laughs> after Grounded for Life. Like he met that lady and was just like, I'm going to go on a fucking vacation to the South. <laughs> like, yeah. He was way more of a fucking asshole in that show. But no, so boys, cinematography. I enjoyed it. Yeah, very well done. They uh, They tried some things. I think DP Will Baird on this film did a job that was just good enough. A, a job that made the film watchable, very, very watchable, enjoyable. He didn't do anything that's going to make me go, oh, that was fucking amazing. Or, oh, yeah, this really stuck out. Or he doesn't have a style that really sticks out to me. So it, didn't, it wasn't bad. It wasn't incredible. But it was good. It's pretty fucking right. good cinematography. He was no Dean Cundy. No, Kande. No. Kande. No. There we go. Kande. 
You know, there was one movie that we, I would say maybe post 2000s that out of the ones that we reviewed for cinematography wise, the only one that's really like stood out was the uh, remake slash sequel of Tom that dreaded sundown. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like that was just, that still stands out to me, dude. Just like the crazy shots and shit. That I, one I, 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 I want to disagree. Cause I thought the yeah? remake of uh, maniac was also very well done. No, Boom. you know, that was really good. I forgot. Both, both of them in their own categories are, mm-hmm. I mean, Maniac is, yeah, Maniac is definitely its own fucking... It's Speaking of that, uh, thing, I saw Blue Underground yeah. has a 4K release of that. I think I should pick that up. Really? Yeah. Do you already have the uh, the previous release? Okay, then I'd definitely no. pick it up. Because there's really no... Aside from the 4K upgrade, there's nothing else that's different. Good. Okay. They also have... Uh, Zombie, Fulci's zombie. Mm, Ooh, that's nice. a good one. That's a really good one. I need so to if you're going to get 4K sometime. films, Blue Underground's got those two for you guys, and those oh, are yeah. bangers, true fucking bangers. So premise, guys, premise. I mean, yeah, it's it's tried and true. We've had it many a times in a lot of different slashers, mm-hmm. uh, but it was great. <laughs> you know what I mean? They yeah, did, this is very similar better. to Madman, uh, looks wise. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was. Now that you mention I, it. There was a there wasn't as many uh, tree ninja skills going on. <laughs> no, but, as blue, but it's definitely in the same vein. Dude, that would be a fucking awesome battle battle royale right it there. It would. Madman Mad Mars Man- versus Victor Crowley. Dude, so that means because John- like Madman can Here's be just question, jumping up who's trees bigger? And shit. Who's bigger? Probably I would think Madman. Yeah, uh, I have to think too. I would say like. Crowley, and, probably top half. Madman, just like all around. Here's the question. Madman has the distinct edge of having that agility of fucking climbing in trees. He does. <laughs> and he sets traps like a motherfucker. And they're kind of like the same thing. They're not, they can't really be killed. They just come yeah. back. Like, so, John, ooh. you do Madman, I'll do Victor. Done. Nice. Let's go. Bro, that would be a fucking photo set right there, man. That would. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. I, we got to get on that before somebody else hears that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, recycle, rewind, or remake? Oh, rewind. Rewind for rewind days. For days. Definitely. Absolutely. Rewind it and then continue the series, as you mentioned before, without watching the after credit scenes. Yeah. And two does flow nicely into one, like just right into that drowning scene. I mean... Third one flows very nice too. Is the third one where she's all bloody in the she, shower? Or is yeah, that the second oh, one? No. That's the second, that was the second one. one. Okay, one I did... fucking head off. Yes, literally, dude. I definitely have to watch. Like I said, because I've never seen the fourth one, so I might as well just continue this fucking train, dude, and just finish the rest of the three. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, guys, gore more score time. Ooh, yes. Let's start off with the Italian stallion himself, Bobby Mo. Go, Adrian. Four. Four for Bobby. Chadwick. I'm going to go four and a quarter. I really enjoyed this. Okay. Johnny? Four and a half for me, bud. Ooh. And I'm going to give it 4.6. Oh, wow. He had to be the oddball. Yep. I like it. That is a Gormore score of 
Ooh, not bad. Yeah, not Very bad. nice. Hatch of two thousand six. Not 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 a bad score at all. <laughs> not a like it's one. not a perfect film by any means. No. Enjoyable. That's very right. Meant right. to be enjoyable. If you go to our reviews, you will not see things relative to IMDb scores or Rotten Tomatoes. You will no. see things based on watchability. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Right. That is what uh, our scores are based like, on. Was this one that you sat there and kind of like, you know, you dicked with your cell phone or like, nope, you were fully fucking into it, loving it? I know I was, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, you will see the the lower score of our films are the films that are slower paced, the films that have longer gaps in between high spots and things that uh, the stories that kind of don't make more sense or are harder to explain are the films that tend to get the lower score. And they're the, the ones fil- that are just straight bad. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean the the raid still holds the lowest with one point three, I believe. The rift. The rift. The rift. Sorry. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's a totally different movie. Yeah. One point three. And if we did uh Night of the Demons two, that probably we one of the lowest rated if we ever did that one. So Yeah. uh, yeah. Did we skip that? We did. We did. What did we skip that for? We skipped that for a fan film, right? A fan pick? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Right. Okay. I think that's how we did uh, Candyman. I yes. believe you're right. Yes. Chad's like, ugh. I can just hear the disdain. I, so I, was guys, really, I was really hoping for American Werewolf. I mean, that's... Who, I mean, all, pre-ordered their, uh, who all pre-ordered their Friday box sets? I am not. It's slacked. Yeah? Not me. Damn. I got, you did I a, got you, the Amazon release. You did the move and got it. Damn. I'm impressed. Man. You're busy. I bought Sarah Scrubs, remember, and then she bought me that. Ooh. I, I I sold it to her like so. This Amazon link is forty dollars cheaper, and I totally don't care about the fucking posters. So the Scrubs you got her was there ones that she picked out, or were there ones that you got to pick out for her? She picked out. Oh, uh, I wasn't saying like, did you get her like cool little like horror fucking Scrubs and shit? And the only reason she bought the box set is because I mentioned uh, about Chad talking about their limited. And then I explained to her about the Edge of the Axe Blu-ray, and then she was very, uh, uh, she was very hesitant to buy it because that Edge of the Axe Blu-ray is worth about one hundred and twenty dollars right now. Damn. Yeah. And then the box set was one seventy. Yeah. I paid one twenty. Really? <laughs> yeah. On Amazon. Yep. Free shipping. Hold on. That's a hall of a different dude. Like I was like 170. He's like, eh, yeah, I might have, dude. I might have an easier time selling the wife on 120 versus 170. Yeah, right? only like almost 200. Eh. You get free shipping. It, it launched. It launch. It ships a couple days before actual release, so you get it on release day. Uh, you get verified tracking. You just order it from the Canadian website, and it equals out to about 120 dollars with free shipping. Okay, dude, that is awesome. I, can I know send you guys I ordered, I know I ordered it, but I could tell you right now. I'm going to forget about it and it's going to come in the mail. I'll be like, when the fuck did I order this? Again, uh, I want that Jason Goes to Hell release more than anything in the fucking world. So give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. See, I just uh, want Jason. I just want Jason X in on Blu-ray quality. Right. I, that's that's what I care about. We've never seen that. It, it's. Uh, no, unless it, you have it was that in, box it, yeah. Unless you have this box set, we don't got it. And then that's yeah, only limited. The which, by the way, they upped the uh, quantity. Did you see? There was only yeah, supposed they, to be 13,000 units. 
It was supposed to be thirteen hundred uh, for the, the the limited edition lithograph. It was thirteen hundred. Uh-huh. It's still thirteen thousand for the uh, everything else. Uh-huh. But they were so over overwhelmed, they upped it to seventy five hundred. Fucking a. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I have to look for Hell that yeah. shit then on Amazon, dude. So any uh, any pickups from you guys recently? No, I uh, I've been slacking because I wanted to get. Uh, this is a little bit more like wake and bake style, but we had a two big uh, game drops on Friday. I yeah, we got to do a wake and bake, dude. I pre-ordered games. I, we need to do. Well, this. you know, I um, I wanted to ask you about that, but you were also moving, so I didn't want to. There was just no way. No, I would be ready for time. this. Right? No, no, you're fine. That's fine, dude. And, yeah. Uh, any, for any listeners that also listen to that show, we apologize that we've kind of been on hiatus with that. But yes, we will be coming back. Very shortly, yes. uh, once we get this all set. But no, man, I want to go get. Uh, I'm gonna fuck up the name. What is it? Uh, Ghost of uh, Shuima Samurai Game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the, that looks really dude, good. The one for Japan. So I was watching my buddy Tom play that shit, dude. It looks beautiful, dude. I just uh, ordered Those Who Remain, which is a first-person horror game. Oh, nice. And then uh, what was the other big drop? Oh, Paper Mario came out for the Switch. I did not pick that up as either, but. Not really huge into the RPG Mario ones, but you yeah, know, me either. A lot, of, a lot of people like them. Yeah, but no, man, that that's my goal to get this week. I uh, got a new uh, mask by Lance mask. If you guys want to see that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a cool thing is, is I guess he used a patina on the mask for the okay. coloring. It's he he'd have to explain it to you, but it's not painted in the traditional way. So I'll go get that for you now. Shout out to Mask by Lance. Check by his Lance. shit out. Uh, absolutely, dude. Just beautiful, beautiful mask. Uh, hey, Lance, I think it's time for another random draw. What do you think? Uh, we mentioned yeah. that last week. He said his uh, his stock is low right now. That's fair. Because people, right. people just been buying them up like crazy. People got all that government money still. Yep. You know what I mean, dude? <laughs> it's fucking good for him, though. Good for that him. Is, look at that. Look at that. That's hot. And like it. the color is so spot on. Oh, yeah. Very well done, Lance. And you guys ready to see the, the cool thing about Lance's masks? Yeah. Look at that. Oh, shit. Oh, the blood nice. is high. Nice. Yep. The details, guys. It's the little details. Look at the look at the button. Look at the button. The guy's <laughs> a class act. Follow Masked by Lance on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Official yes. sponsor of the Gornmore Podcast. Hashtag MBL people. Down, <laughs> down to Masked by Lance. Any approves right here. Yes. Look at that. That is a stunning little boy. Look at that. Hell this, yeah. is from, this is from the late 90s. I've had this forever. Oh, I love it. I you were just a baby then, too. Yeah, he was. A baby Jason for me. You forget Jason goes to hell a special to Bobby and I because it was released literally a couple uh, couple days before we were born. Had my mother waited five more hours. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been Friday. Bobby, you seem seem a little angry about that. Well, you know. I just think it's hilarious you guys were born that close to it, and I remember seeing it in a theater with my buddies. (laughs) Like, I I was a senior in high school, or I was about to, I was just entering my senior year of high school when we went to see it. I was Ch- Chad was making illegitimate. Well, you just, guys were children. Chad was making illegitimate children. Uh, children. I was just 
born. Dude, I couldn't exactly. get any. I couldn't get any play in high school, dude. I I was a loser. It's all right. I feel the same way, man. College was way more in my game than high school. But it's believe right. it or not, I didn't peak until I was out of all of that stuff. Woo! I didn't do I didn't do shit with my life until I was like, you know what? Maybe I should do a podcast. Yeah. He's still a virgin. I am. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> high school and carrying it. Yeah. Pretty sure he's got the oldest kid out of all of us right now. No. No? You got the oldest? Yeah, Taryn's, I think, a year younger than Chloe. Yeah, but just just turned 10. Ah. If he did have the oldest, that would be really weird. (laughs) (laughs) It happens, dude. Whatever. It happens. But, uh, gentlemen, I think think that's that's it. it. Yeah. 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 That's it for this episode, boys. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining me again this week, and uh, I hope uh, you guys enjoyed all the little improvements here that we've made at Gordon Moore. I am working on another system that I currently have. Uh, we might include it on next week's show. It all depends on now that I'm sitting here in the studio, if I can take some time away and focus on that and really develop something that to take this show to an even higher level than what it is now. Like I said, I do have multiple camera angles, I think three right now. So I'd like to use them in different ways and different fashions and then uh, kind of use these cameras for other projects. I think that that's something that uh, the Dubac Network could benefit from. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned on everything on dobackdiscussion.net. And if that changes to something, we'll let you know. Uh, so, guys, this is your host with the motherfucking mouse, TJ Bowser, signing off. This is your dark lord of knowledge, Chad Crispin, saying, I'll see you next time, bitches. And I apologize for my sound issues earlier. It's all good, man. It happens to the best of us. This is Big Johnny D saying, see you later, Gorehounds. And thank you for commenting, everybody, tonight. Brody, Dino, Jeggy, Heather, everybody. Uh, keep it up, man. We love it. So, this is your next week. Bobby and Moan saying, I'll kill you fucks later. And remember, masks by Lance. Check them out. We'll see you next week.